Most of the things that we struggle with, we all struggle with. This career, this profession, this journey, it's not a destination. It doesn't matter what A-lister you're painting or how many years you've been doing this or frankly, how talented you are. There's never sort of a space that you get to where you just sort of can exhale and say to yourself, wow, okay, so now I'm, I'm just good. No, this is ongoing. Never ask anyone to show up for you at a level you refuse to show up at yourself for because energy is reciprocal. Every time I lean forward, the universe leaned forward with me in amazing ways. You don't know where the next contact, the next opportunity, or the next paycheck is coming from, but the universe matches your level of commitment with open doors and opportunity. There's power in knowing who you are. There's power in knowing your worth. And as long as you know that, the world will catch up. Hey, Glow Friends, you're listening to the Hey Glow Friend podcast with myself, Angelique Velez. This is a podcast with makeup entrepreneurs who want to be seen and supported on their entrepreneurial journey as makeup artists. With 20 years in the makeup industry, becoming the founder and CEO of Breakups to Makeup, I have learned that vulnerable and honest conversations about this industry is much needed. Let us keep you company with whatever you are enjoying doing today while you listen to this episode because you don't have to glow alone. Welcome, welcome, everyone. I'm super excited to have you guys here for our June special guest of the month. We have Nikki Posley, who I absolutely adore. Before I get to him, today is our very first sound off series. So if you were on the call last week, then you know what I'm talking about. If not, I'm implementing a new series within the program. It's going to be a monthly series where we have a special guest. In addition to our special guest that comes in, it's kind of like a sound off series where we're going to talk about certain topics that are usually uncomfortable to talk about as business owners, but we're going to address them in the club on a monthly basis. So I'm going to get to this month's topic in a second. And we have our very own Nikki who's going to be with us. I'm calling it sound off. If you guys have any other suggestions, let me know. I'm game. But basically, I want to I want to cover topics that people are usually too uncomfortable to talk about. And, and then we're going to talk about it and we're going to address them and we're going to have fun doing so. So that's what this series is all about. And I'm so excited to have Nikki with us for the very, very first one. If you guys didn't know, Nikki is a dear friend of mine. He's also he was a part of my very first. It was the very first mastermind, right, Nikki? I think it was the first one ever. I think it was. Okay. It absolutely was. Nikki's one that, and Nikki, we, we can talk about how you and I know each other and everything, but I trust you with so much, Nikki. Honestly, like I can't even explain it. Like anything that I come up with, I'm like, I, that's why I reached out to you first and foremost when I, I created the first mastermind because I know how genuine you are and you are so open, transparent, and you're Thank such you. a, an icon in the industry. I don't even real, I don't even know if you realize. What an icon you are in the industry because you're so humble. Thank um, you. You're welcome. But yeah, so you're one that I, oh, you say so dear in my heart for a lot of reasons. Not only your artistry. So if you guys aren't familiar with Nikki Posley, you have to look at his artistry. You have to like see his stuff. And we'll talk about that in a minute. I know today we're going to dive deep into a particular topic, but I also don't want to let it slide about how special he is and what he's done for our industry. And he's an artist that, in my opinion, you've done so much in the industry, but yet again, you just stay so humble. You're approachable. You will talk to and mentor newer artists without even having, you know, how some certain people in the industry, they, I don't want to talk bad about anyone, but you don't, possess any of those things, if that makes sense at all. Now I'm going up Thank on a you. tangent, but you Thank keep you. it real, you're transparent and you're humble. And I love that about you. And you work with A plus list celebrities and your technique is, is one of its own. So with all of that being said, I want to welcome my dear friend, Nikki Posley to the Coming Clutch Club. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. You know, I love you. And we go back to the very beginning of, well, pre- my New York journey. And what I love about you, you know, seeing your growth and your progression over the years is that 
the nature and the essence of who you are has not changed. And that's just a talented, entrepreneurial, very kind person who's always willing to, you know, to show up and give of yourself. And I think that's why we've remained in touch over the years, because you remain such an important part of my New York story and sort of a, a bellwether for the changes that have happened in my life and career. So, you know, it's always an honor to do things with you. It's an honor to be asked to be your first guest on this. For those of you who were not a part of uh, Angelique's first group or club, that came about during a time that was very difficult for most of us in the industry. Many of us, myself included, you know, I'm still recovering from the challenges of the last two plus years. So this is a time for me not only to connect with you guys, to, to reconnect with Angelique, but I'm going to share with you guys some very raw and real things because I think it's so important, especially at this time in the industry, that we have those open, transparent conversations because that's how we can genuinely support each other through the inevitable challenges. You know, we we're living through something that's unprecedented, that's never happened in our history of the world, much less this industry. So we have to stay in touch. We have to check in on a, each other. We have to be our brother's keeper, be our sister's keeper, and see each other to the other side of that. I'm fortunate in my life to have a few people who genuinely show up for me, who I can call on, but who also see and honor the core of who and what I am. Angelique has been one of those people. As you guys know, you're experiencing her and her light in your own special way. So, so happy to be here. And let's let's have a real conversation. Oh, thank you so much, Nikki. Yes. So if you guys are following Nikki or if you are Facebook friends with him, he made a post, Nikki, I want to say it was two weeks ago. Was it I think so. Okay. So I'm going to actually read the post and then we'll sound off. How does that sound, Nikki? That sounds fine. Okay. It was, it was very like thoughtful and heartwarming. So I want to like get it all so that I, I took a screenshot of it, but I'm going to read it directly from your page because I had to like chop it up when I took the screenshot. So he put a post here and the picture itself says opportunity for distraction. And he writes, can we talk? I was having a combo with a fellow creative who was torn slash on the fence about an opportunity she had been presented with. It bared a good amount of pros and some definite cons. I mainly just listened and gave her the space to reason through it all out loud. Let me first just say that living as a creative is hard. It is not for the meek. It requires discipline, boldness, thick skin, and a pinch of audacity. What the world sees first is the fruit of our labors and sacrifices with little interest or regard for the cost of our position. Working creatives are constantly having to sort through and evaluate the value or lack thereof in things we're presented with. We work in a society slash industry that could not function without artists, yet we are often treated as though we should accept ridiculous rates, payment terms, and treatment while remaining quiet and grateful for being allowed to work it all. Oh, let's take a breath there. Nikki, just so you know, we literally last month was all about raising our rate. So we had a full blown discussion about oh, that. Wow. And in the end, everyone was able to like raise their rate in some way, shape or form. So just take a breath there. There's more. Okay. Anyone who runs a business or is self-employed understands that inherent stress of being responsible for everything and not knowing where the next job slash check is coming from. Having a vision for where we want to go and what we ultimately want to achieve will help us own our yes and stand by our no. Showing up for ourselves can be scary, but here are a few things that have helped me make the tough decisions. Real opportunities can serve us in any combination of or all of the following ways. They energize us, provide fair compensation for our time slash contribution, and the leveraging of our brand and reputation helps us learn new skill sets, or sharpens the ones we have, connects us to individuals or organizations who might provide future work or valuable resume credits. They enlarge the vision we hold for ourselves. As opposed to this, so he writes, distractions leave us drained, feeling small, undercompensated, insecure, hold us hostage to an expired version of ourselves. I love that one. 
fearful of dreaming bigger and advocating for our personal value, used and abused. I share this as a part of my own personal therapy and the hopes that someone will feel uplifted and less alone in the struggle if it resonates, pass it on. So I'm going to share this in the Telegram group as well. So that way you guys can see the entire thing. It was so thoughtful. I see Brenda clapping. Yes, right? So good. I immediately messaged him. I was like, Nikki, I need to get you in. We need to discuss this in person because I feel like this is an overarching theme that we constantly battle with. It also goes along with setting boundaries, right, Nikki? Because it's like saying no to certain things, but it's being able to recognize what we should say no to. So that's kind of what I want to dive in with you a little bit, because you gave us a little bit of uh, insight within yourself and how you determine that. I would love to dig a little deeper within that, like what you're able to say no to and and what prompted you to write this. So all the things I'm going to open up to you now, if that's okay, Nikki. Thank you again for having me. That post came from a very deep place of frustration if I'm being 100% honest with you guys, but it also came from a place of love for my my fellow creatives, my fellow artists, my fellow business owners, my fellow freelancers, anybody who is showing up, creating something that has not been done before with or without the support that they needed to. I've been doing this for, I'm approaching my 25th year in the industry, which is almost strange to say. It's hard to believe it's it's been that long because time really does fly. And I've gotten to see so much come and go in this industry. And I've met a lot of people, had some amazing opportunities. But most of the things that we struggle with, we all struggle with. This career, this profession, this journey, it's not a destination. It doesn't matter what A-lister you're painting or how many years you've been doing this or frankly, how talented you are. There's never sort of a space that you get to where you just sort of can exhale and say to yourself, wow, okay, so now I'm, I'm just good. No, this is ongoing. You know, I face the same challenges that any other artist faces. There may be parts of our journey that look different. There may be different opportunities that we have or haven't had, but I just think it's important to be as transparent as we can be to each other about what this journey actually looks like, especially for the kids who are coming up behind us who have grown up with and in social media. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Instagram is the highlight reel. There is no proper post for all the doors that have slammed in my face. There's no proper post for all the no's that I've gotten along this way. And all the times I've had to silently regroup and redirect, reframe, reassess what this is all about. Now I've done it with as much kindness and humility as is within me to give, but you know, it's a challenging journey and it's not one that we could do completely on our own. You know, I always say be good to people because first of all, it's the right thing to do, but the person that you mistreat on that job last week, next year may be your boss on something. For as big as this industry is, it's actually very, very small. I started my my professional journey in Chicago, working behind the cosmetic counter, which I've done for many years. I then continued my journey in California. I worked in San Francisco. I was freelancing for multiple brands. I was also you know, doing work in bridal. It's always been a mixed pot for me. And that's one of the things that's kept this uh, journey fresh and exciting for me. But you know, there have been many challenges. I've had to reinvent myself many times. And ironically, arriving in New York, My experience of New York was this. I always knew that I wanted to come to New York because I saw it as a place where any and everything was possible. And I wanted to take that risk and dare to show up for myself. You have to show up for your life and never ask anyone to show up for you at a level you refuse to show up at yourself for because energy is reciprocal. Every time I lean forward, the universe leaned forward with me in amazing ways. You don't know where the next contact, the next opportunity, or the next paycheck is coming from. But 
the universe matches your level of commitment with open doors and opportunity. And particularly over the last two years, I've also spoken on this before. Every single time I came to the end of my resilience, my energy, or my finances out of somewhere or nowhere, however you choose to look at it, something or someone showed up and they were the bridge to the next opportunity, the next leg of this journey. So within that, how could I not be humble about that? Because we're all more alike than not. And our industry is changing rapidly. The industry looks nothing like the industry that I entered into now 25 years ago. So there's been a lot of change. There's had to be a lot of flexibility to survive in the industry You know, this long. Again, Instagram is the highlight reel. It's that beautiful photo book that we share with the world and remind ourselves of the important and amazing milestones that we've had. But what we don't get to see is the tough in-between moments that are inevitable in everyone's journey. I wasn't helicopter landed here. I climbed this mountain and I'm still climbing this mountain on a daily basis. I shared that post because I wanted my fellow creatives to know that we have the right to own our yeses and to own our noes. No is important because yes, is expensive. You can spend so much time easily saying yes to other people's requests and projects that when you get the one that is divine to you, you don't have the energy, the wherewithal, or the integrity to grab the thing that actually has your name on it. So we need to treat our yeses and noes like we treat our money because money is energy, time is energy, and we have a finite amount of both. So we work in an industry that often treats us as if we are lucky, and we are, we are fortunate to be able to do something that we love. But an industry that I feel often takes our journeys for granted, sometimes does not see us for who and what we are. But we have the right to own our yeses and noes. We have the right to step back from a request and ask ourselves, is this something that's for me? Is this serving me at this time and space in my journey? And when it comes to work in particular, you know, when you are a business owner, someone who's self-employed, freelancer, it's all on you from insurance to taxes, what your overhead looks like. That's a lot to take on. I'm still learning a lot about what that means to be responsible for. And I've been doing this for about 25 years, if that gives you an idea of how quickly these things come towards us and how we have to be adaptable to change. You know, when we're presented with opportunities for work, we should be looking at how each particular opportunity serves us in the part of the journey that we're in right now. And I had just been having some casual conversations with fellow artists and just dealing with some of my own stuff where I was having to make decisions about weighing the pros and cons of what was in front of me and whether I was being represented by an agent or representing myself at the end of the day, it's your legacy and your business. So you are still behind the scenes saying, yes, this works for us. Yes, this doesn't. And oftentimes in business, the entities or powers that be that approach you, they don't necessarily want to hear directly from the artists themselves about what your rates are and the things that you feel you should be requesting, whether that's transportation or per diems or food on a job, because they take that all so personally. Why would we not and why should we not simply be able to advocate for ourselves? There are pros and cons, you know, to the whole agency system. I've been with it. I've been without it. And I've learned from both ways. But like I said, at the end of the day, it's about what you're building and the brand and the legacy that you want to leave behind, not only for yourself in your name, but for the artists who are coming behind you. If I don't fight for what's right in my own business and understand and stand in my worth, what are my brothers and sisters behind me going to inherit if I don't stand up for what I believe is right? So that's where that post came from, because there have been many times when I have, you know, taken opportunities that did not necessarily meet what my normal rates were, 
that were valuable in other ways. And, and that's valid and valuable. Sometimes it can be a, a great introduction that can open a future door. Sometimes you just need a certain particular uh, type of experience on your resume to levy what you've created to get another opportunity. So all I'm saying is with each opportunity, take a minute and take a breath and ask yourself, is this opportunity about money? Which is great. We all need it. We all love it. But not everything is about that. I've taken you know many opportunities that were about learning or sharpening a new skill set that's going to open the door around the corner or down the line somewhere. But don't be afraid to advocate for yourself. And I'll be honest with you, there have been huge opportunities that I've had where I felt nervous about asking the question that Nikki the businessman needed to ask to take care of Nikki the artist. Somehow within the framework of the industry, we're left responsible for the business and the business person, but it only wants to deal with the artist. And I've been in many situations where I've had to remind people that I was going to work with or chose not to work with. Yes, I'm an artist and this is the commerce. You know, my art and, and beauty is my commerce, but you will go through Nikki, the business person, before you get a drop of that. So it's, it's about respecting ourselves. It's about showing up for the journey and the outcome that we envision for ourselves. I'm a work in progress, just like, you know, you guys are. There are many, many opportunities that I have been passed over for that I am still waiting, waiting for and working towards. And, and that's okay. I just try to do it with kindness and humbleness. But you can stand in exactly who you are with humility and not be afraid to tell the world. So that's my message to you guys about honoring who you are and not being afraid to build the bricks of the artist that you want to be and the artist that you want to be known for. And then there's a million other examples, you know. Of course. Can we pause right there for one second, Nikki? I just yeah. want to kind of deep dive into a couple of things that you said. So I know for you where you are in, in your career and within the industry, and correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like your level of no now might be a little bit different from when you first started. Am I correct to say that if that makes sense at all? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So I would love to kind of go back from when you had first started, what are certain things or certain reasons to why you would say no or certain feelings that you I know you touched upon it briefly in the post. I just want to show like the difference between from when you first started to now, like the level of no's where it is. I know for me, it drastically changed. But what are certain sensations in your body or what did you follow? And so that way you were able to say no. And then how does that look now for you? Ultimately, for me, it's always a gut feeling. And my gut feelings it's like a signal that we all have. And if you're in tune with it, you can feel it in your body. You can feel it when you ignore it because you don't have peace. And peace is the most valuable thing that we can create. It's also the most valuable thing that we can share and give other people. When I first moved to New York, I didn't have any connections here. I knew, I think I knew one person outside of you who I actually had met first in a letter. Guys, if you don't know this, um, I moved to New York from San Francisco. I was doing a lot of email outreach because I knew that I was about to make this huge life leap. I decided a long time ago that I would rather make the New York leap and fall on my tail than to never try it at all. So I've never been afraid to reach out in an email because it's 50-50. People are either going to see you, feel you, hear you, and potentially assist you in whatever small way they can, or they're just not going to reply. Does it feel good not to be replied to? No, absolutely not. But I look at it like life is a gamble. It's 50-50. So they're, they're either going to do it or they're not. Angelique responded. She responded from the heart. And she went out on a limb within her capacity to try to help me. You'd have to ask her what she saw because we only knew each other in a letter at that point. So I can't answer that. But what I'm saying is that she showed up for a complete stranger. And that little bit of kindness 
help me find the strength to keep pushing towards the mark. I was scared. You know, <laughs> I had been in the journey for quite a few years, even at the time that I made that leap. And I had heard a lot of people's noise and opinions about what New York was. Oh my God, it's not a safe place. Oh my God, it's so expensive. You don't have to go there to be successful. Well, I wanted to go there. And um, so when you move to a place like New York, it's challenging because you have to sort of grab hold of something very quickly because New York is like a huge tidal wave that's swirling and <laughs> it's a lot. It's, it's like riding a bucking pony. So um, I was coming from a space. I was, I was doing freelance uh, for two retail cosmetic brands. I was looking for uh, work in retail. I connected with a bridal coordinator. I was able to start doing work in that part of the industry fairly quickly. I went back into a part-time retail situation just to make ends meet. Interestingly enough, I've never told you this, Angelique, and I don't even know where this opportunity came from, but I was booked to take care of Diane von Furstenberg for some sort of project that she was working on, like right when I moved to New York. That never happened. Um, that opportunity, something happened, something changed, it was canceled. But the universe is very strange and funny and how it will show you glimpses of the future that show up in your now. So I was doing everything I could to find opportunities. And at that point, it was very important to me to say yes as much as possible because no one knew me here. So much of your power and ability to stay in a market like this is having people who can vouch for your talent who can vouch for your consistency, people to speak well of you because there are a million people arriving every day with big dreams and starry-eyed. New York is a magnifier for who and what you already were. You know, some people have a hard time and this is not the space for them, you know, and they're out of here in a year. Nothing's wrong with that because to each his own. But if you're going to stay you know, you have to work your way into having some sort of uh, reputation. So I took a lot of jobs that were not the best paying jobs. I took a lot of jobs that represented a part of my life that I was actually ready to leave behind. But I knew inside it was important for me to stay and build a reputation. Many of the things that you guys may know me for now, I created because doors didn't open in other spaces. I'm the guy who usually comes in the side door after the front door is slammed in my face, but I will come back with more tools and knowledge than I did when I tried to enter through the front door. There are many times when companies, entities, and organizations that had no time for me when I first arrived in New York are now knocking on my door because I went and I had to build my own house. I didn't sit at that table waiting for someone to build me a chair. I stepped aside and built my own table because I had no choice. So things happen for the reason that they happen. I'm not pointing any fingers. I'm not blaming anybody. The world is the world. But I refuse to let this industry shortchange me on my ability to dream. And I've always felt like you can slam a door in my face but you best believe when I come back, I'm going to be something different and better than I was when I first knocked at your door. And you guys have the right to all of that. You know, think about the kind of legacy that you want to leave and let that be your guide for what you say yes to and what you say no to. Now, yes and no still works on the same premise, but the stakes are a little bit different. The stakes are a little bit higher. Because after being here for 13 years, New York or the industry in New York has had a chance to get to know me, has had a chance to get to know more of what I'm about. And in my mind, I've only scratched the surface of what I'm capable of doing. You know, whether that's different aesthetics in makeup or entrepreneurial sense, I'm really just getting started. And I say that humbly. There is there's so many more things that I know God has for me, but I know that I have to continue to show up and do the work and, you know, take care of my business. So yes and no to me today are more about 
the legacy I'm building. It's about the legacy that I want to leave behind. And of course, at the end of the day, it's still about, you know, taking care of my, you know, responsibilities, you know, financially as well. But I'm not a stranger in a big pond anymore. That doesn't mean that life is perfect. It doesn't mean that I have or have had all the opportunities that I would like to have. It just means that I've carved out a little space for myself that I'm really proud of. And I've been fortunate enough to attract some people of integrity, some people who see the heart of who I am and want to see me move forward. You can't have people around you who are threatened by your possibilities or your story. In this industry, just like anywhere else in the world, don't think that when you walk in the room, people don't see your story. Sometimes they see your story before you do because there's an energy and an aura and a presence that we all have that speak to our story. People feel that. Sometimes they don't see the evidence of your story until later. But I just keep showing up for the story that I believe in. But every day I'm discovering different parts of what that can be. I'm very particular about the energies that I have around me because those things bleed into your possibilities. You know, you can't have people who are constantly downgrading you or being negative about the things that you're dreaming about around you because you can't fly that way. So yes and no looks a little bit different today, but it's still based in the same truth. Thank you, Nikki. Oh, you said so there's so much that I could like touch upon. There is one thing that I do want to say, though, Nikki, that you did touch upon in regards to having to kind of build your own lane or or kind of make your own lane in, in that way. I've seen like you've done it. You've literally done it. Thank you. And I, I feel like I've been on the journey with you. And it's such an amazing thing to see, which is why I wanted to ask you the difference between like then and now, because I know for you, it's probably totally different. And like you said, the stakes are higher. So I feel like at this point, when you're getting passed up on certain things, it could even be more crushing at times, even though it might be less than it was happening before, if that makes sense, because the stakes are so much higher. So that's why I wanted to ask that question. <laughs> when I started off in the space of makeup artistry, I had no idea what to expect. I felt like there was no support for people like me, the starving artist starting off in a seemingly glamorous space. I wish that I had someone back then or a community of people to help me figure out this world. What should I be charging? What are my boundaries around my clients? What are the expectations and realities of this industry? How do I maintain my mental health, my work-life balance, and still bring in the money that I want? This is why myself and so many members of my online community are so grateful that this space now exists. I have created a community for makeup artists just like us. This is a community where we encourage people to get vulnerable and share the real experiences of what it's like to be a makeup artist in this industry, where we talk about prices and what you should be charging. In fact, we are most likely going to tell you you need to raise those rates. It's a support group where there will always be someone available if you need to speak. In fact, we have a 24-7 text messaging app that we use and someone is always there to have your back. We've had members stressed out at a job go into the bathroom that are crying because they've had something happen to them on set. And literally there are people answering them like that. And they're having that immediate support, which in general is lacking in our industry. You will always feel supported and have a wide network of makeup artists and experts to answer questions or simply listen. In addition to learning more about the rates you should be charging, creating niche offers, working towards expansion and sustainability, as a bonus, as a member of this community, you will also have access to live recordings of this podcast with expert guests. Once the podcast episode is over, we turn off the recording and you have a unique opportunity to ask our guests questions in real time. As a makeup artist, you are a valued entrepreneur, whether you feel like it or not. And we would love to welcome you into this community of makeup artists finding their way as entrepreneurs. If you would like to join us, please go to www.angeliquefelez.com for more information. A link will be posted in the show notes. 
And remember, you don't have to glow alone. What you're about to hear is the sound off, which is exclusive content for Clutch Club members only. If you would like to join the club, you can go to www.angeliquebelairs.com forward slash coming dash in dash clutch dash club forward slash. The link is in our show notes. Enjoy. Monique, I see you have your hand up. I will have you go first. Hi. <laughs> hey there. Man, <laughs> I, I met you um, at for the first time at the makeup show this past, well, last month. Um, yes, you, your face like, looks familiar. Yes, man, listening to your, oh, wow. I just feel is like so similar. Like I've experience or like I see myself in your shoes telling my own journey and how I came up you know how you know in the future later I just raise an issue so much it's so crazy and I don't know you can agree with me Angelique you know pretty much a lot about me and everybody said you know I'm very very humble I'm loving I'm trying and I'm just trying to find my spot in the uh, makeup um, industry. I've been doing it for 18 years now, and I'm just waiting for, you know, doors of opportunity has begun to open beyond my expectations and dreams that I can think of. But yeah, what you were saying, it just, it really resonates with my heart. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh- First, congratulations for staying in the game and and for continuing to uh, pursue your dreams. There's power in knowing who you are. There's power in knowing your worth. And as long as you know that, the world will catch up. So I just wanted to say that to you. Thank you so much for being such an inspiration throughout my career, makeup career. Thank you. So, Nikki, I have to I have to pop in a little bit about Monique as well. And sorry, Monique, I'm going to put you in the hot seat. So Monique <laughs> is a fantastic makeup artist, Nikki, specifically celebrity, like her technique, the way she transforms just her artistry. It's so gorgeous. Like I already yeah. see like where her career is going to be taking her. She doesn't even real. it's going to be there. Um, and I know for her, and sorry, Monique, I don't want to put your business out there. I hope it's okay that I'm talking on your behalf. If it's not, stop me, please. Oh, yes. Okay. So she was just on a show where she was able, she actually climbed the ranks really quickly. She's trying to get into the union and she was on a show that just got canceled. And she was working with a specific celebrity. I'm not going to put all the business out there and doing amazing stuff. So she was hoping that it was going to be renewed. So she's at this point right now where it's a little bit of a transitioning phase because this show Mm -hmm. didn't get renewed. So I feel like like she was saying your story and her story are very, very similar. So I just wanted to say that because Monique, I see your potential. I see where you're going to go. Just please keep at it. Don't give up at all because your artistry, we need it. Like you're amazing. Oh, I love that. I love that. And and just know, Monique, that having done the show and, and, and had the experience that you just had, that's going to prepare you for an even bigger, possibly better opportunity. So all of these things serve their purpose. What you're reminding me of right now is the fact that I've learned so much more from the things that didn't work out than from the things that did. It's all about the tools you have in your box and the flexibility and fluidity that you can bring to the industry that frankly will allow you to continue and thrive. So just know that even though the show wasn't picked up again, you left that experience with a very valuable tool in your box. We're service industry. You know, if you can survive in that space and be a good service provider, and I say that with pride, the same way a personal trainer would be, a a personal chef. We're service industry. We are servants to our clients. And I know from personal experience that that corner of the industry in particular will sharpen you right up in how to be a good servant. So congratulations to you. Thank you so much. Does anyone else have any questions or any um, insight that they want to share with Nikki? Honestly, it is so refreshing and encouraging and just 
comforting to even be having this particular conversation right now where, you know, myself, like I'm only in the industry less than five years in terms of like my commitment to, to my artistry. And I experience these things on a very visceral level, but feeling like, oh, it comes to the territory of, you know, figuring this out for the first time and being new, but like, see, like being able to see that people that have really worked and grinded and like been a part of this industry for a good chunk of their life have all like continuously experience it makes me feel less like alone and know that I'm like I'm definitely not the type to feel like the fact that this is something that continuously is experienced is a reason to stay out of it no I feel like it's like personal development and, and spiritual development is it's constantly refreshing the same things over and over, right? Like deepening our, our experience of a trigger point or of, you know, yeah, maybe I, I know how to ask her for uh, like my pay raise in this situation, but maybe when it comes to now I'm working with a friend and when it comes to that friend, I like shrink. So now I have to exercise the same muscle in a new way. And it's just really, really comforting to to be able to listen to your wisdom your humility i just i just want to say thank you so much nikki thank you so much for those words and I, you know i have to say it's very emotional for me having this conversation as well because i'm a, a very private person i speak on things when i feel motivated to speak on them but i'm more of a sort of an introvert with a lot of extrovert qualities if that makes sense I'm also a man of a certain age, so my sense of propriety about what I share on social media, for instance, is a little bit different than, say, someone who never knew a time prior to social media or Instagram. So I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with it, but on a business level and even on a creative level, I understand the value of the fact that social media has become our living portfolio now. But what I refuse to allow to happen is for the state of things and the state of the industry to rob me of my humanity. Mm. Oh, that hits. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for sharing you know, that part of your story. At the end of the day, we're all people and we're all going through something. We all see the carefully curated journeys of other people but no one knows what the price is to be who you are. So you don't owe anybody anything. Oh, Nikki. <laughs> like, I'm getting emotional. Brenda, did you have any other questions? Are you good? <sighs> oh, I, I have, I guess. I guess what's also weighing on my heart and this, we've talked about this before in uh, conversations because I know the focus right now is very much like within the industry and within like, you know, like a professional setting. And, you know, that in itself is its own juicy topic that honestly, I think we could stay here forever on. But something that I'm dealing with as one of the only creatives in, I guess, my friend circles. And it's one thing to commit to the thing you want to do passionately right? And we choose this lifestyle and it's very, it's a very specific type of industry and way of working and interacting with this world. But sometimes it can feel extra challenging or lonely when you're surrounded by people that are not in it, that are not necessarily creatives or not entrepreneurs or don't work for yourself. And I've been in a place recently with some friends where like, it's been weighing on my heart people that like I've loved a very long time, but I feel like they don't necessarily like they like what I do. Right. They think it's so cute. They think it's like super fun, but like, I don't know, always know if they respect what I do and like that my, like even things like my income, my free time, my even like little things of like, Oh, well you're always on your phone. I'm like, I have to be like, to be paid, I have to be engaging. I have to be 
in constant communication with other artists, especially if I'm assisting or if I'm following up on a job. But sometimes I feel, a I feel a disconnect with just people in my life that I love because they don't understand what I do. Well, first, let me acknowledge how real that is. Um, we've all, I think, or most of us have experienced something along those lines. Sometimes it's show and prove. You know, sometimes those people have to, they don't understand. And sometimes you have to hit a certain benchmark for them to see it and be like, oh, this is what she's doing. This is why she was going there. This is why she spends so much time with her device. But what I want you to do is to find a space in yourself where you're okay with that because the vision was given to you, not them. It's not for them. So they're not always going to understand the vision that was put in your heart. But that's, that's your mission and that's your agreement with the universe. So celebrate the fact that that was put in your heart and continue to have that conversation with your vision. They'll mm -hmm. catch up. Oh, that's, <laughs> that makes me emotional in a good way. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you, Nikki. Does anyone else have any questions for Nikki? I don't have questions. I just wanted to say hi, Nikki. Hi, baby. <laughs> it's always so good to see you. And you're one of the people in the industry, too, that I always love running into. You know, we haven't gotten to spend a lot of physical time around each other, but I feel your spirit. And I get to see, you know, your amazing talent. And sometimes with the way the industry is going, you feel like you're out here just fighting to stay above water. And I'll see, you know, something Angelique is doing, or I'll see what you're doing. And I remind myself, okay, this is why I'm fighting. Because there was something that, you know, was put in my heart that, energizes me that that excites me and is so beautiful special and rare this is the thing that i'm fighting for to share this with the world so you're one of the people quite frankly that i see and am reminded why i've sacrificed and continue to sacrifice so much to be a part of this industry so always great to see you i like how i came on to just say hi and now i'm crying See, you, you stuck your, <laughs> you stuck your spirit up in here. <laughs> I should have just minded my business. <laughs> I wanted to say the same thing to you. <laughs> Thank you. So I still remember the first day I met you and it was TPG related and it was with Danny Sands and yes. I was sitting behind you and I was fangirling and this is... This is growth. This is growth because we all go through this. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is Nikki Posley. Oh, my God. And I'm, here I am sitting sitting behind him. Oh, my God. And we're introduced and you're, we shake hands and you're like, hi, I'm Nikki. And I'm shaking your hand. And I still remember. And I said, hi, I'm fine. That's what I said <laughs> to you. <laughs> and you're just looking at me and you're like, okay. And I'm like. I fucked up my whole career just in one sentence and just one introduction. <laughs> I should just go. I should just go. So um, you are one of the people that constantly reminds me that people are real and people are genuine. And like, there's this air in this industry that is put up by other people right because that's that's how I viewed you like you were unattainable like you know like I can't talk to you like because we're not even how could I wh how why would he want to talk to me why who am I and, and see that's the myth correct correct it is that is the myth and then we get caught up in it and then it's just you're second guessing yourself like well then how how what's how should I be what's what's wrong with me okay well then I need to change and it's like Oof. it's just so chaotic it's just so much confusing energy and you are always you it's, and I, you. I i say this like angie was my start my introduction she's another one that is just you both are stable 
And even though you guys don't maybe feel it, like the ones that are coming up, like I was trying to do the math, like how long I've been doing this. And it's not that long. And I know that when people see me, right, some of us are amongst the same age. And then maybe it's my hair color that people think that I'm not my age, but that's okay. That's a compliment. (laughs) But then we meet and it's just like, my bosses have been younger than me. My department heads have been younger than me. And then when I give them praise, it's just, you see their reaction as if they've never been praised before, mm-hmm. you know? And I, and I want to say, Nikki, to you, to, that the way that you speak is important. I come from healthcare, so this is important. And, I, and I, when I hear it, it has to be praised. The way that you listen and you pause and you acknowledge those little things are so important in this industry because those simple things are not done. Absolutely. They're not done. You know, simple, you know, thank yous. You know, like, hey, I'm so sorry I didn't get back to you. Just little things, so minute, can like change an entire person's attitude. You know, Absolutely. or just. Uh, you're talking about grace. <laughs> yes. You're, you're talking about grace. Yes. That's the thing. Like, it's just, we need more of that, you know, transparency and just this, just conversations. That's it. And uh, I'm so happy I got, like, I came on. I'm just, I'm, everything you said, nail on the head. Honestly. I am too. And And, and (laughs) thank you for being a reflection of so many things that are important to me that I also see in you. You know, within the industry, it's so easy as a freelancer or, you know, small business owner, entrepreneur to feel like we're alone because so much of the work that we do, we are alone. A lot of our work is actually in the prep for the job or for the opportunity. And many times we're the only artist in the room that, you know, we know. So it's very easy to feel alone. And so when the challenges and the storms come, you look around and you feel alone. I struggle with that as well at different times. I have to remind myself that there are people in the industry who actually see me because that's what we're starving for is for people to actually see us and to see what we give every day in blood, sweat, and tears to live an artistic life. You know, this is not an easy gig. You know, people see us in our silver jewelry and our fun hair colors and our all black dress. And they just think, wow, you get to wear you know cool outfits and show up and use your pots and pencils. They don't understand the price that we pay on a daily basis to be an artist. And with the way things are going in the world, things are sped up to the point where the industry can actually feel hostile towards real artists because we are a reminder of the systems and the things that should be in place, the processes for how things are supposed to be done, the rates that should be given, how our time should be honored. So that's also something that, you know, seasoned artists deal with. Sometimes the newer artists coming up, they don't even know what the rate should be or the fact that they have the right to ask for this or that. And absolutely part of the fight that you and I have is not only to take care of ourselves and to be able to retire well, but like I said, so our brothers and sisters behind us have something to fight for as well. So we have to have these conversations and we have to be transparent. It's not easy because it would feel so much more amazing if the reality of the Instagram reel was the actual reality. Of course, those things are true and honest and they happen, but that's a quilt made of many different pieces and parts and the glue and the stitching that holds those patches together. That's the part that people don't get to see. And it's also the very part that we need to talk more about so that people continue to dream beyond their circumstances. You know, when I was a kid, my background is in fine art. I'm a painter not in the literal sense since I started doing makeup, but that is what informs the work that uh, you guys see. 
makeup and beauty and color was an escape for me. It was an escape from difficult circumstances. It was an opportunity to paint the world that I saw in my head and frankly, to paint it more beautiful than it actually showed up in my reality. So I fought for that with everything inside of me. So you're on the right track and we just have to keep having these conversations. And I always just feel so blessed to be part of these kind of conversations and to be someone who is thought of to have something of value to say. So, you know, this is very cleansing for me because I'm a very private person. Thank you so much, Nikki. I want to be very conscious of your time as well. I know I, I told you an hour. We're at the hour mark. I did have- We run over. Question. That's fine. Okay. I had one more question on my end that I wanted to just address from something that you yeah. mentioned that was okay. Um, just because I know like where we are in our, our careers and I know I feel, I feel the same way. So I would love for you just to elaborate a little bit more on it. You had said that there are points within your journey, within your career, where you feel like- a transition is approaching. So you 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 had mentioned that like you may be losing money or you may be getting a lot of no's or doors closed on you. But you said when stuff like that starts to happen, there's almost like a light at the end of the tunnel. Things start to change and transition. Do you mind just going into that a little bit more? Because I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I would love just to hear you elaborate on it just a bit for those that may not be there and may not realize that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, usually when stuff like that starts to happen. I think it starts as a feeling inside. For instance, my journey in professional makeup started working behind the makeup counter. I had done that for eight years in Chicago prior to moving to New York. And that's something that's been present in my journey at different times because there is still value in that. When I look back and I think about all that I've been able to learn and where I learned it, the things that I learned working behind the counter in retail you can't put a price on that. There's no school that you can go to to learn to literally deal with people of every age, gender, and ethnicity, skin tone, and skin type. No shade to any sort of makeup school. There's value in that. There are some good ones, and there are some ones that are not so good. But that was real-world experience. The type of experience I was able to get at the counter 20 some years ago, it's a bit different, not just because of COVID, obviously because of COVID, that experience is completely different. But what I'm saying is I gained life tools in that part of my journey. And when I arrived in New York, I was ready for something different. But the reality was in order for me to hold on to create bigger and better opportunities, I needed to go back into what I just left because it was the easiest and most logical way for me to create a foundation for myself and be able to pay my bills. I've done that many different times throughout my journey. And it's something that I will shift into as necessary because I understand the value of using different parts of my assets, so to speak, to get me where I need to be. So I've never been one to allow outside perceptions of who I am or where I should be to shame me out of my purpose. You know, if I choose to do a certain type of job this month, because I just need to take care of things, that's my business. You know, mind your business. They're not inside of your dreams. They're not inside of the vision that's been put in your heart. So they don't get to be judge and jury about what you need to do to make it happen. Over this last, uh, two years, I reached into my toolbox and with the help of Kristen Turner, who I met within the first group that Angelique did, we were all dealing with difficult circumstances. And, you know, we partnered together and created an online platform for my education, which I've done in different forms from group classes to one-on-ones to Facebook Live uh, type things for years, but I wanted to do it on a different level and have a stronger representation of my message in beauty. So that was a pivotal time where I had to dig deeper into what I was able to do to create something new. I had to pivot because we weren't physically able to go out and work at the time. And I learned so much in that process and, you know, got to meet some other beautiful human beings 
and see some very good things come out of a situation that was very dark. So there will be different points in your journey where you can feel from the deepest place that something needs to change because what you were doing before no longer excites you and no longer satisfies you. And when you get to that point, you can't be permission seeking about the change that you know in your heart you need to make. So following my gut has been good to me all these years. And it's not that I don't get afraid, but sometimes you have to show up for yourself, teeth chattering and knees knocking. It's okay. So that's how I experience it. And as you go further in this journey, the stakes are going to be different and you have to kind of check in with yourself and try to understand from a feeling place where you are. Cause it's not always about thinking. Sometimes you have to stop thinking and just feel, is this mine? Is this not mine? Does this feel like the next step? Do I have the right people around me to open up the next blessing? You know, sometimes you have to send some of the backup dancers home. I took the long way around with that, Angelique. I'm sorry. No, you didn't. Please don't apologize. You are lighting a fire into my butt today. No, I, I loved it. No, I honestly, Nikki, that was that was perfect. So thank you. Nikki, I would love for you. Just let us know what you're working on, what offers you have out there, just in case people don't know, because you're the things that you have brought to life are so valuable. So I want you thank to talk you. about them, please. Thank you so much. My my work has always been a mixed bag. Lately, I've been delving into more television stuff, which is not something I set out to do, but some opportunities that way have shown up and I've gotten to learn more about that space. But in addition to the things where I'm going to physically paint, I'm really, really proud of the online education platform that Kristen Turner and I created together. Over the years, particularly through social media, I've gotten a lot of genuine questions about my process, my painting process, and my thought process about beauty. And um, with Kristen's help, I was able to consolidate into different modules, different classes that spoke to my beliefs about beauty. If anybody's interested in checking that out, you can just go to my Instagram page and the link in my bio will lead you to the platform. The platform really speaks to complexion. It speaks to brows. It speaks to color. But most importantly, it speaks to uh, timeless beauty and the type of things that will actually keep us working. I work in a lot of different ways. A lot of my more sort of editorial or avant-garde stuff, you don't see as much of. I'm probably more known for my beauty work, but all of it's within me. And within time, I'll be sharing more of that. As the world continues to get more on its feet, I'm doing the same. So I'm sort of coming back to myself with a stronger perspective about some things. I'm excited about the rest of this year and what's coming for the new year. But most of all, just grateful to be able to do something that I love and to know that there's the opportunity to connect with other artists and, you know, share our experiences and, you know, continue to support each other. That's why I wanted to do this with you guys. So if anybody else has a question, something they want to shout out, let's, let's have this conversation. Thank you so much, Nikki. You're welcome. Anyone else? I love you. Yeah, I love I love you right back. And thank you for being my first ever sound off guest. I can't wait to get <laughs> into these more. But I, I don't think there are any other questions. If there are, just stop me, you guys. So I will post Nikki's info in our private chat, you guys. So that way you have all of his information as well. And Nikki, is there any like last minute things you just want to leave for anyone or a last minute thought you might have? I guess I would only share one of the things that that keeps me going i just remind myself every day that the best is yet to come the best version of me and you is yet to come you know makeup is art and art is empowerment so keep pushing towards the goal and i will leave you guys with that well that was perfect and lovely it was a mic drop moment (laughs) (laughs) thank you so so much nikki i really appreciate it honestly 
Thank you. I love you. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you for having me as your guest today. You guys have a wonderful rest of the week. Of course. Thanks, guys. We'll see you later. Bye, Nikki. Bye. Thank you. (laughs) Hey, Glow Friends. Thank you for listening to this episode. And I hope you found value in it. We would love your help to glow up this community if you are really enjoying the supportive environment. Help us glow this community by giving us a rating and review on iTunes or Spotify. As a thank you, you will be entered for a chance to win a fabulous Hey Glow Fun Tote. You can keep up with myself, this podcast, and my business ventures by following me on Instagram at The Angelique Technique. I'm so grateful to have you as a listener because I believe when I shine, you shine, we shine together, Glow Friend. Until next time, bye.